Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. San Diego has become the fifth city in the U.S. to ban the use of the pronouns he and she in future laws. Oakland, Berkeley, Boston, and Portland have adopted similar policies, and 11 states allow non-binary ID cards for people who don't identify as male or female. Councilmember Raul Campillo led the effort here locally. Councilmember, welcome. Good afternoon, Christy. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Uh, to begin, why was this change important to you? Well, this change was really important to me because we've been hearing from many members of the LGBTQ plus community and especially city employees that we do not have all the uh, different steps that are required to make our city as inclusive as possible in place and that other cities were leading the way. And so we didn't want to waste any more time uh, making sure that if someone is uh, not uh, is non-binary or someone is uh, tr transgender, we uh, want the laws to reflect that they are members of our community too. Will you give some examples of how this would work? So for example, how would a law be written to exclude the pronouns he and she? Sure. So I, first I'll say, I don't look at it as banning the words he and she. I really look at it as transitioning our language to uh, words that are more operative for all people. So instead of saying uh, the mayor, comma, he, she shall have this power, it's going to be uh, the the mayor shall have and the mayor shall do and the mayor shall so on. So we're going to continue to repeat the words that are already there. And also wherein a person's identity is in place, it'll say a person as opposed to he and she, uh, so that it includes all individuals. Uh, this will apply to future drafts of charter amendments that will go before the voters. It'll be instituted in our council policies that we adopt through resolution, and it'll be in city ordinances that are adopted by the city council and then signed by the mayor. And this is really prospective. Retrospective, we are not going back and, and taking the time to change old laws, old policies. It's really for us moving forward. So this seems really simple and straightforward. Um, it got unanimous support from the city council, but I have heard their critics out there saying, you know, government should spend time focusing on issues that affect a greater number of people. How do you respond to that? I respond by saying that uh, two weeks before we passed the inclusionary language ordinance that we allocated millions upon millions of more dollars to rental assistance and homelessness services. I say the week after that, we spent uh, a lot of money on pure water and contracts relating to our water and drought issues that are historical and will be worse in the future. Uh, we're spending lots of time on the uh, big pressing issues that the critics of the inclusionary language policy are talking about but they don't seem to be paying attention when we do that. But when we talk about something that they feel is a cultural issue, they seem to jump on Twitter and KUSI and get upset about it. Uh, I understand that a lot of people uh, don't like the change of language and they'll say that, oh, this is less than 1% of the population. It also happens to be a population that is more prone to homelessness, to domestic violence, to murders, uh, to suicide, to all sorts of other issues that frankly, their sons and daughters face too. And so what we're doing is looking out for our brothers and sisters uh, or those who identify as they and them uh, in our community who don't have anyone to stand up for them. That's how I'd respond to the critics. Are there other inclusive changes you'd like to make at the city? Absolutely. I'd love to see uh, our city employees be trained on inclusionary language and inclusionary policies so that they know how to 
uh, interact with respect to other city employees or members of the public that they have uh, probably never interacted with before. Uh, th everyone deserves that same level of respect, and it really requires leaders in our city government to mandate changes in our training. Uh, and on top of that, one some of the biggest advocates for this policy noted for me as we were developing this policy that their families often have transgender individuals, uh, queer individuals, non-binary uh, individuals who suffer at school and uh, or in the community otherwise, and that by having this training, they know how to interact with their families better, with their neighbors better. It's not just going to be about, you know, who are city employees delivering services to, but the broader community as a whole. House of Representatives started using gender neutral language earlier this year. Do you think this policy will spread to other cities and states? I think it's going to. I say that Portland and Boston uh, and uh, Berkeley are cities that have a lot of progressive policies that are trying to fix structural issues. And uh, I think that I want to adopt many policies that they have been on the forefront of that San Diego just hasn't had the council and the mayor uh, on board over the last decade to implement. Uh, that's not saying I want to take lock, stock, and barrel everything they're doing. San Diego is a unique city, of course. But as I noted in my comments at the city council, we have a strong history of LGBTQ plus activism. Most people emphasize the history in Hillcrest, but it's really all over San Diego County, and it's across all racial and gender lines. Uh, and I think that our inclusionary policy celebrates that activism and that history that we should be proud of as San Diegans. Council member, anything else you'd like to say about this new policy? All I'd like to say is that every individual who's ever felt out of place because a pronoun was used based on their appearance or whatever their given name was, can know that our city council and our mayor are supportive of their inclusion in their government. And when they read their laws from now on, they're gonna know that they're included. Bottom line, if this helps even one more LGBTQ plus person's uh, well-being or makes it so that one less LGBTQ person is harmed, it, it's been worth it. Okay, council member, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten. Thanks for listening.